everyone. Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up, we'll take a look at head coach Sean Payton's coaching staff and the 2023 NFL Combine as we head to Indianapolis next week. All that and more coming up. For this week's episode of Broncos Now, we've got the Athletics Nick Cosmiter joining the show. Nick, appreciate you hopping on. How are you doing? I'm great, Sydney. Thanks for having me. Of course. Glad to hear it. I know it's been a little bit slow around here since head coach Sean Payne's press conference, but things are starting to pick back up. Hope you had some uh, time off to relax a bit. Yeah, after, um, after as you know, it was a um, just a pretty fast and furious 2022 season, a lot going on. Um, so yeah, it was, it, it certainly has been nice once the coaching search was done to have a little bit of downtime, but, but here we are, as you know, uh, heading next week to the combine in Indianapolis and then the off season is just really underway. So, um, yep. I don't enjoy these dull moments because they're few and far between. Seriously. Well, Nick, I know head coach Sean Payton, you know, said he's going to be patient with assembling his coaching staff. And, you know, he did exactly that. But he went out there and got his guys. First, I want to talk about defensive coordinator, former Broncos head coach Vance Joseph will be joining the Broncos again as defensive coordinator here. So, Nick, what do you just like about this hire? Well, you know, obviously, the the first thing you think about um, for me is is, is sort of the continuity um, in terms of Vance Joseph. Um, you know, he's going to be kind of familiar with the surroundings, what this how this team fits into the the NFL ecosystem, right? I mean, he's he's lived it. He understands kind of the pressures uh, of the role. And, and while his head coaching tenure, um, you know, didn't go the way that he wanted it to in 2017 and 18, an 11 and 21 record, um, the defense during that time was solid, as it has been for much of the, you know, the last six or seven seasons. So um, I, I think you have that. You know, there's a couple players on the defensive staff, uh, defensive roster and Justin Simmons and Josie Jewell, um, two key communicators on that defense who know Vance Joseph. Um, I think you're going to see continuity within the the overall you know scheme. Um, Vance Joseph obviously has some of his own um, flavor that he he brings to the system, but it's one that the Broncos have largely been playing um, you know for the past several seasons. So I, I think the continuity piece um, for it is there. And then you have again a, a guy with head coaching experience understands um, you know how he can be a help to Sean Payton himself, having been in that role. And so I think. Vance or uh, Sean Payton clearly targeted experience with this defensive coordinator role. He hired, uh, uh, interviewed three coaches who had had past experience as a head coach. And so I think he's going to have a lot of freedom to really run that side of the ball is Vance Joseph. Yeah. You mentioned the flavor that Vance might bring here. Do you think maybe he'll come in and make any changes on defense? Well, I'm sure he is going to have a pretty significant say in what the defensive roster looks like right uh, the broncos are um going to have a number of free agent choices to make um key players like you know alex singleton draymond jones possibly deshaun williams a lot of um talented starting players for that defense last year who are going to be free agents so um you know who does vance joseph see as being able to fit best in his version of this kind of three four attacking scheme um i, I think that's what that's what you'll see he's going to kind of you know blitz with his own sort of style um, both in terms of, you know, where the pressure comes from when he brings it. Um, he's just going to kind of put, I think his own tweaks onto that kind of thing. Um, but, but one of the things about, I think his, his prior head coaching experience is really understanding, um, just how critical the off season is in, you know, getting the roster that you want to do the exact thing that you want it to do. And, and so I think he's going to have a pretty significant say, or, you know, input into what that defensive roster looks like in 2023. Definitely. 
Well, Nick, on the other side of the ball, Joe Lombardi will be the offensive coordinator here under Sean Payton. What do you like about him and what do you really think he adds here? Well, I think the biggest thing with with Joe Lombardi is he knows exactly what it is that Sean Payton wants. He understands what it takes to work for, you know, a demanding coach who really prides himself on he and his staff just putting in the hours necessary to create the perfect game plans for that given week. Um, mm-hmm. Lombardi has been with with Payton uh, in, on two different occasions, um, started as a as a kind of a, an assistant on his staff in 2007. And by 2009, the year that they won the Super Bowl, he had been elevated to quarterbacks coach, um, served in that role for several years, went to Detroit as offensive coordinator, and then came back for another four-year stint as the quarterbacks coach uh, in New Orleans. So I, I just think the familiarity that you have there, he's going to know exactly what Sean Payton wants. He's going to be able to kind of help you know, bring that down to the rest of the staff. And, and so I think w- that's what you're seeing with that hire is just Sean Payton wanting somebody who he knows very well um, how to kind of set the foundation for what they want to do on the offensive side of the ball. Absolutely. In other news, Nick, you know, you mentioned earlier defensive end Draymond Jones. I know the NFL franchise tag window opened up this week. You know, he's considered the lone franchise tag candidate for the Broncos. What do you think maybe the team will do there? Yeah, I think they're going to take most of this window to to kind of really try to, um, you know, kind of talk to his representation about about the next steps. Um, certainly, those are the things that tend to heat up um, Indian in Indianapolis. We know that, um, you know, for the defensive end, that franchise tag is almost nineteen point seven million dollars. That's a one year kind of guaranteed um, mm-hmm. rate that you're locked into. So I think that the Broncos ultimately would like to get a long term deal done with Draymond Jones. That's something that. General Manager George Payton said back in November after the team traded Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins, um, you know, calling Draymond Jones a core player. And, and if you look at it, he's a guy who had a career high in sacks, six and a half, despite missing um, four games. And that was as the Broncos kind of struggled to have that outside presence, both with Randy Gregory injured, with Bradley Chubb traded. And so I think uh, they can view him as sort of a really critical key component for that defense going forward. And that's what you want to do. You want to find talented players um, even beyond the first round of the draft, um, develop them and and see them have success and then retain them. That's what George Payton, that's kind of the foundation he laid when he took the general manager's job two years ago. And so I I think ultimately they would like to get that done. Of course, you have to see what the market is going to dictate and everything like that, see what other needs you might have. But, but I would, you know, my my early prediction is that they'll be able to find their way toward um, a long term, a long term deal this year. Well, that window closes on March 7th. So we'll see what happens there. I know deals normally get done on the later half of the window. So we'll see there. I'm sure both general manager George Payton and head coach Sean Payton will talk about it next week at the Combine. Nick, I know you said you're heading out there to Indy next week. Are you excited? I am. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, you know, we, we've had the one press conference with Sean Payton, those are often, you know, almost, um, uh, you know, just sort of a lot of pop and circumstance in terms of yeah. talking about, you know, why, why you came to the job, you know, what, what the, the road was toward taking it. I think the combine should hopefully answer, um, you know, some other, some other specifics about how he's going to go about building this offense. I think that's the most critical component. That's the thing I'm very much looking forward to getting down to Indianapolis, talking to coaches and executives around the league to kind of get their insight into, um, how they believe Sean Payton, um, you know, in this new chapter of his career will will start in terms of developing an offense um, that has to kind of catch up to the rest of the division. Definitely. 
you know, outside of his offensive scheme, what are you kind of hoping to learn, you know, both from coach Payton, but also general manager, John or John Payton <laughs> combined John Elway and George Payton there, George Payton. And, you know, what do you just expect them to talk about overall? Yeah, I think you're going to, you're going to hear these things. They're some, sometimes scarce on, on real details, but there's, there's a number of, of interesting roster questions to look at. We talked about Draymond Jones, um, you know, Jerry Judy, that there's the fifth year option that the team has to pick up by, by March. Um, you know, so, so is that, you know, is that kind of a slam dunk? Is it, is it possible that you, um, you, you know, get a deal for him done? That's not going to probably happen this off season, but perhaps sometime into next year, but, but what do they think of his, his spot on this team? Um, you know, this team has 17 unrestricted free agents of its own. How aggressive will they be in trying to retain those? Um, we know that Sean Payton had a lot of roster turnover when he first started New Orleans. Um, so I think getting answers to some of those roster type questions, even if they're not specific answers, you can tend to get some some overall philosophy in terms of how, you know, how a coaching staff or how a front office kind of views those those issues. Right. Well, looking at the roster, Nick, you know, what do you think the Broncos biggest area of need is, you know, as they look to address them over the next couple of weeks in the offseason? Yeah, I look at it as I think going into this offseason, the, the biggest position group probably is offensive line. And you look at it and you could have as many as as three new starters there next year, um, you know, or more. Uh, obviously, Dalton Reisner at the left guard, who has been, you know, you know, really a stalwart in that position for the last four years, is an unrestricted free agent. Um, so they're going to have to see what they want to do there, whether they want to give him a long term deal, let him test the market in free agency. Um, you know, you have no right tackle currently on the roster. Every pretty much everybody who played that position last year was on a one-year deal. So you yeah. have a bunch of unrestricted free agents there as well. And then, you know, what's going to happen at center? Lloyd Cushenberry missed the second half of 2022, um, was struggling a little bit before he did get hurt. Graham Glasgow came in and played well, uh, but he has a contract that might have to be um, you know, reworked a- as well. And perhaps, perhaps he moves on. Those so those are some of the questions right there that you that you start with and say that they have a lot to add on the, the, the offensive line. And that's even before you get to some of the depth spots behind them. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to see what the overall plan is going to be. How hard will they attack that in free agency? Will you go out and sign a top tier right tackle uh, and just insert them into that starting spot? Um, you know, they have two third round picks. I'm looking at that as being a place where they, they really probably should look at the offensive line and, and say, we, we got to get ourselves you know, more in that tackle pipeline uh, because even Garrett Bowles' sort of free agency will be here before you know it as well. So that to me is the biggest question mark of, of what's what's going to kind of be the team building strategy along the offensive line. Yep, I agree. Well, there's a lot of things to look forward to. I know the combine, free agency, the draft, they're all right around the corner. Next thing you know, we'll be uh, we'll be chatting on the sidelines and training camp. So it, yep. it comes fast <laughs> and furious, but that's what makes it fun. It really does. Well, Nick, look forward to seeing you next week in Indianapolis and appreciate you joining the show today. Thanks for having me, Sydney. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now, Broncos Country. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow the Broncos Podcast Network on Twitter and the Denver Broncos YouTube to stay up to date on all the latest episodes. I will see you next week for another episode of Broncos Now in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine.